Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be, so every week we try to make it a little more fun, a little more pleasant for about half an hour. I will play a game with one guest and contestant who is th the same person, uh, and they're guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant each week. I assign them points throughout our gameplay based on how much their answers cheer me up, and the winner wins a $100 grand prize donation to the charity or aid cause of their choice. At the end, we each give a pep talk to a person or group who we think deserve it or need it in this moment, because this isn't all about me. It's just mostly about me. My guest today is one of the funniest people in the world. He is a stand-up comedian as well as the host of the podcast Never Not Funny, which is the best. His annual podcast-a-thon fundraising drive to benefit Smile Train is this Saturday, October 10th, and you can find out all about it at podcastathon.com. Welcome to the show, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, Josh Gondelman. It's nice to see you uh, virtually. I know. This is it's very nice. The last time I saw you was at Sketchfest in San Francisco, which I think was the last time I went anywhere. You were a guest on uh, the award-winning Never Not Funny, and if I'm not mistaken, you had a great story about talking to Richard Kind and him <laughs> him pretending to your face that he knew the name, right? Yes. Is that the premise of the yeah, story? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you you completed that story because you had just said my name to Richard Kind yes. right before I met him. Yes, I saw him on the street and he said, who's playing this comedy club? And I said, Josh Gondelman. And he said, ah, Josh Gondelman, and then walked away. <laughs> He, by the way, he is the nicest human being on the planet. In, in addition to being amazingly talented and hysterical, he is a very nice, kind man. Your annual fundraiser is is all online this year, right? And it's happening. It's happening this Saturday. That's so it exciting. Is. You know, the bulk of the audience always watches it online. We usually, but we usually do it at a live venue. And we were supposed to do it at the El Portal in North Hollywood back in May, and then we said, "Ah, oh, you know what? Let's push it to October. We'll all be fine by then." Yeah. And now we're doing it 100 percent virtually. And uh, on October the 10th, this Saturday, uh, from noon to 6 Pacific time. So that is 3 to 9 East. And what is that? 2 to 8 Central. And then you're on your own mountain. You want to live up in the hills, you figure it out. As always, it, the show's to benefit Smile Train. It is a benefit Smile Train. We have uh, been working with them since 2009, I want to say. And we've raised, I think, close to $1.4 million. That's incredible. Uh, through my dumb little podcast. So I'm thrilled to be able to do that and... We had the opportunity to go down to Mexico a couple of years ago to see uh, some families that uh, the little babies were getting the surgery to fix the cleft palates. And so we spent some time with the doctors and the nurses. And, and then we did visit with the families as well before and after surgery. And it was, I know it's very uh, cliche to say when, when one experiences something like that, that it was life-changing. But the reality was, it was life-changing. That's wonderful. It's, it's a great event every year, and I, I hope people listening donate and, and check in for some of it. Please It'll be do. so much fun. And, and to your point, uh, uh, Josh, it, we have a different guest on every 20 minutes. So in that six hours, I believe that works out to be 16 or 17 guests. So there's a lot of uh, very, let's say uh, you hate me with a passion. Well, every 20 minutes, there's a new fresh guest coming on to entertain you. So come for the guest and stay for me counting money. <laughs> Our game today is called No One Ballad Should Have All That Power. Jimmy Pardo, you are a power ballad enthusiast and aficionado. We've spoken of them many times. During today's game, you will cheer me up by helping me design the ultimate power ballad. I will score your answers out of a possible 65 points each based on their creativity, perceived accuracy, and most importantly, how much they delight me specifically. Jimmy Pardo, are you ready to play No One Ballad Should Have All That Power? I will tell you that I will panic if I'm not happy with the amount of numbers you give me, uh, the points you give me. I feel like I've cheered you up a lot in the beginning of this. I feel like I should get some points just to, for, for what I've done already. All right, let's throw 25 up on the board. Oh, feel good. Okay, great. Okay, great. 
perfect. And I can't yeah. lose those. I leave no, no matter no, what. No, no, those I leave with those 25 points. Yes, 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 yes. No matter how directly you fly this plane into a mountain, <laughs> the rest, right. you, I'm gonna go you with leave 20. with 25 points. Yeah, yeah. Right. This I feel isn't good. like Jeopardy. All right, I feel good. I'm already a winner. I'm already a winner. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Perfect. So I, I am ready that now all of that settled. <laughs> I am not ready. <laughs> First question. Who are the essential members of this power ballad dream team? Who's the vocalist? What instrumentals have to be involved? You don't have to name everybody, but like who in the ultimate power ballad has to be there? Well, I mean, uh, look, if I'm putting a band together, I, I, I don't care what, if it's power ballad or jazz or instrumental for that matter, mm -hmm. I'm hiring Steve Perry, formerly of Journey. He's going to be our vocalist no matter what the gig is. Again, I don't care if he sits on a stool while the guy blows a saxophone for four hours. <laughs> I'm hiring Steve Perry to, to be our vocalist. A great choice. I also, I'm going to hire a songwriting team of uh, Diane Warren and Desmond Child. They've written together some, but they, they've written uh, more power ballads than anybody else in the world. So I want them on our team, Josh. Yeah, I feel like getting the getting the right writer, it doesn't matter who's playing it if, you, if it's a badly written ballad. And then I'm going to go with Neil Schoen of Journey on guitar because mm -hmm. he was also in Bad English, who had a, a huge power ballad hits. Kelly Keegy from Night Rangers on drums. Great. Because uh, you got to do Sister Christian at some point. Yes. Right? If we're a cover band. I assume we're going to have originals. But if we're going to do Origin original, Right. I mean, we're getting started. We'll probably have to play covers We're going to have to do a couple covers. So <laughs> Even though it's Steve Perry. Right. <laughs> uh, so I think just to make the fans that are coming to the gig happy while we're going to do the new stuff, uh, yes. we'll do a journey. We'll do a night ranger. We'll do, uh, uh, who do I have on keys? Paul Schaefer. Cause he seems to be hired for any time they need a nondescript keyboardist. They always go, yeah. hey, there's Paul Schaefer in the band. You go, oh, we know that guy. Yeah. That guy's uh, stoned and bald. So let's get him. Let's get him. This is a great lineup. You like that? You're happy with that? I think it's a terrific lineup. I love that you put thought into the songwriters, which I didn't even consider. I love that you brought Steve Perry back together with another member of Journey years after he Well, listen, the band. you know what? You're not kidding because they do, they do not speak at all. And so, you know what? That might be some rough sledding at that first rehearsal. So let's uh, see if yep. we can get through that. And then we'll, yeah. we'll find, you know what? I don't want to promise gigs yet, Josh. Let's get through that first <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> I've already booked us into oh, numerous no! events in 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got some time. What are you doing? We don't know. I just feel good about it. All right. I feel good about it. All right. As long as you feel good about it. <laughs> All right. I feel like Schaefer's good vibes will like kind of paper over a lot of the cracks. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Maybe that was a good call on my part then, getting him behind those 88s. Yeah, I think he's really going to smooth things over. But I appreciate you saying so. <laughs> this is a strong 60-point answer. Out of the gate. Out of the gate? Yeah. 60-point answer. Just a rock-solid lineup. Have you ever had somebody walk away from the game mid-game because they're happy with their score? Because <laughs> I'm happy with 85 points. That would be pretty good. Oh. Just just one and done. I'm happy. I, with, I'll, I'll take it. You know what? I'll stick around, Josh. I, I don't want to leave you in a lurch. No, I appreciate that. I promise you I will not take away these points. You're hoarding these points like <laughs> you you first played a game show during the Great Depression and you had to hide your points from your That's siblings. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, like when we were kids and the pizza would come and you'd have to take all four of your pieces and put them on your plate yeah, so yeah, that yeah. your, uh, your uh, family didn't take the other ones. We Guard are, them with a four. We're all getting four pieces. Nobody panic. Yeah, we all yeah, panic. Yeah, it's fine. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, that's how I'm the, treating The this. points will stay. I, at no point will I take them away. At no point okay. will a member of your family come and take okay. them away. <laughs> I appreciate that. I will I will begin to relax then. Next question. Yes. Tell me about the instrumental intro to this song. What's the buildup? I I think uh, uh, power ballad style. If it's gonna be, if it's gonna end up on some compilation, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you've got to have, let's call it 48 seconds of keyboard. You know, especially, <laughs> we got Schaefer on keyboard. So you got 48 seconds of just, you know, keyboard and just, you know, a little melancholy vibe to it. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he's getting louder and building. Yep. And then at 48 seconds, here comes Neil Schoen with that guitar. <laughs> with the guitar, drum. Yep. And then by the one minute mark, there comes the floaty voice of a Steve Perry. Yeah. And then we're ready. So I think one solid minute of instrumental before the vocal just to set the tone. I think that's a, that's ideal. Okay. 48 seconds of keyboard is also just, that's an incredibly beautiful phrase to me. Right? I just like to consider it like, it just sounds like a lovely time. Wasn't that also the name of Russell Crowe's band? 40, uh, 48 <laughs> seconds of keyboard? I feel like they would have gotten booked more if that's all they were. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good 48 point. 48 seconds of keyboard and Russell Crowe. Oh Do you think yes? on the balance, Russell Crowe with his kind of 90s and early aughts penchant for just fighting people. Do you think he got them more gigs or cost them more gigs oh, in the long run? On I'm balance? Gonna, well, I, I think you're right because the name gets him the gigs. Exactly. But then he shows up with that anger of his. I'm going to, or then maybe not, maybe they don't even take the stand. I never say he cost them more. Yeah. I think maybe. Yeah. Right. Because, right. You're saying there are gigs where he got into a fight before the band I, played. I think so, that they're setting up and he causes a problem and then they go, you know, scram. You're done. Hey, turn, turn me up in the monitors. We're already up all the way. Turn me up. <laughs> and he just gets <laughs> off stage and fights him. Right? Thanks for swinging him, gladiator style. This was also a 60-point answer. Oh. 48 points for the 48 seconds of keyboard. 12 points for the guitar and drums for 12 seconds. I've never been prouder in my life. I know we're not a video uh, podcast, but I, I just raised my arms in victory as if uh, people were watching this. So it was, I appreciate the enthusiasm. I don't that know. delighted me. You know, five points for your enthusiasm for your own score. Oh. So that's 65 points total for this answer. Next question. Yes, sir. Being as specific as possible, what is the most powerful topic that the, the kind of lyrical content of this ballad could cover? Well, are you familiar with the song When the Children Cry by White Lion? Do you know that one? No. When the chill, I don't know if we're allowed to sing on this one. but I, th- uh, I think so. Uh, I, I will not forbid it. I don't know if it's a copyright <laughs> thing. I prefer uh, if my guests don't sing. All right, uh, then, I'm, uh, then I'm out. It's a song about uh, adults apologizing to, the, to kids about the world we're leaving them. And mm. one would not expect a, a hair band from the Sunset Strip. I'm not 100% sure where White Lion's from, but no. uh, to have at least that that looking sort of band to have a, a a song that heavy. Yeah. So to me, that's the heaviest of all power ballads. And so I, I think we, for us, mm-hmm. we don't want to bum anybody out like that. Yeah, that's a real bummer. And it, it's gotten worse. Like, if White Lion wrote the song now, it would be just called, ah, oh, fuck kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we really blew it, young people. We're really oh, sorry. No. Uh, so I think ours would just be a, a just a, your standard heartbreak, you know, just a, a horrible breakup. And, you know, it goes from there. I think as most power ballads are, even even that one, you probably could listen to when the children cry, children cry and go, that's probably about divorce or something. But it's not. <laughs> right. There's a lot of reasons children cry. Yeah. Uh, one is uh, father won't come home. Father won't come home. That's right? one. <laughs> yeah. Father won't come home, the world we're leaving them, right. and then dropped ice cream. Those are the big three. Those are the three. <laughs> I'm very proud, by the way, as uh, as old as I am. I've never dropped my ice cream. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a great record to have going on. Thank you. Thank you I'm for sure somebody I've finally acknowledging mine. it. <laughs> I think it's been ignored for too long, Josh. You think you've dropped yours, though? I probably have at some point. Okay. Not recently. Oh, wait a minute. I'm wrong. <laughs> Hang on. I dropped it not that long ago with my wife and son at the mall. I had a delicious scoop of vanilla on the cone, and I did what I, it dropped off. 
I abort my entire premise. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry I brought up this painful memory um, that you had clearly repressed. I really did. I kept that deep down. And then somehow it came. Oh, what a disaster. Mm. Oh, you know what? I'm going to make you take points away from me. I wouldn't dream of it. I don't, I don't deserve him. <laughs> this is a 55-point answer. Oh, it's way too high, but I appreciate it. I'll take it. The double nickel. I think Heartbreak is classic. And not specifically having it being about uh, climate catastrophe or the increasing conservatism of the American judicial system. I, I think it's nice that we left those aside. That's a, You know what? Let's leave that for the folk singer. That's what yeah. I say about, about those topics. Yeah, your, your Guthrie's. Right? Uh, be it any of them. Arlo. Woody. Other uh, the Guthrie's. Savannah. Uh, is that what? Is that something? Wait, that's, a, that's, that's the uh, the news lady, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, is she a news lady or is she just a host morning? Who's a morning show? Yeah. Let her sing about the climate change. I 100% agree. Beautiful voice, too. A second ago, I didn't know. I couldn't remember who it was, but now I remember a beautiful voice. <laughs> Next question. We know this this power ballad is about heartbreak. Yes. We know we've got a minute-long buildup. What is the name of this that just conveys the power within the ballad? I don't know if you're going to be thrilled with this, and I'm willing to uh, to spitball it and workshop it. That's okay. But here's what I have written down so far. I have I've written down heartless, mm-hmm. and then parenthetically, please give it back, and then a second parenthesis. Inside the first one or after the first after one? After it. Okay. <laughs> I'm begging you. So, so heartless, please give it back. And then I'm begging you. So heartless, parentheses, parentheses. <laughs> I love this two parentheses. Because it's like, okay, heartless. And then just like, please give it back. Right? Like almost like a secret. And then you, you think it's done. And then it's like. I'm begging you. Yes, <laughs> like, right? Please, I almost, I, I wasn't going to do this, but that's how desperate I am. <laughs> yes, thank you. And I and I envision, uh, of course, he's long since passed away, but the great Casey Kasem. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I, by the way, if I did voices, how lame would it be if this was my way to wedge it in? <laughs> I imagine the great Casey Kasem. Oh, here it comes, his Kasem impression. <laughs> you know who I think would be great at announcing this song? Uh, Reverend Jim from Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> was, that any, was that anywhere near it? <laughs> Horrible. I got it. I know you did. I was building on it. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm nothing but a yes and man. Thank you. Um, oh, so you're saying Casey Kasem? Uh, I, I would just imagine him announcing because, first of all, this has hit written all over it. There's no question yes, this is a hit. Of course, they'll probably uh, abbreviate that that keyboard intro for radio, and I understand it. I'm not going to be upset by it. Yeah, I understand it. I don't love it, but I no, understand it. Of course, uh, you know we want the airplay. And then live, we'll you know we'll let the we'll let them go a little longer. You know what I mean? Make yeah. up for it. <laughs> let let Schaefer breathe. Let him, right the way that we the way that I've never seen him do. Let's see him do it. <laughs> yeah, just, God, just I love to watch Paul Schaefer just vamp to a frenzy. Right? I don't know if I've ever seen that. People are like this episode of the David Letterman Show is about to be intense. <laughs> Paul, I don't again. I don't do voices. Uh, that was my attempt at a David Letterman. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Uh, but yeah, so then I, I would see Casey Kasem announcing this on American Top 40. And, uh, you know, can I get a number? Again, I don't do the voice. Uh, number 17, <laughs> heartless, parenthetical, please give it back. Second parenthetical, I'm begging you. Like <laughs> He says I, the parentheticals. Yes, I think he says them. Second, second parenthetical. Yes, I'd like, to, oh, wow. I'd like to think he's such a pro that all he does is read and doesn't think. <laughs> right, he reads the punctuation. Yes. Casey Kasem, kind of late in his career, he's like, you don't want me to say the punctuation out loud? You leave it out. <laughs> Casey's right? prerogative. That's right. 
Hey, what, what are you doing? You got a period on there. You know he's going to stop there. He's going to say period. Yes. We don't want that. Oh, I love it. Thank you. This is this is incredible. I mean, like, honestly, this is it's 25 points for each parenthetical. So that's 50 points right there. And then another another eight points for Heartless. Yeah. You know what? I don't disagree that Heartless is eight points seems like plenty. Uh, it's the parentheticals that really sell this uh, this title. I agree. The parentheticals. Yeah. Two parentheticals is game changing to me. Thank you. Well, agree. And, and not nested. I and, and anticipated them being one inside the other. No. These are side by side. These are not nested, to use your word. These are uh, parallel parentheses. Oh wow, that's a mm-hmm. that's that's a lot of peace. Almost didn't get that out. I, I I couldn't even follow it up. That's how panicked I got by trying to repeat it. <laughs> Fifty-eight points for this right. answer. Oh, Perfect. Thrill with my answer um, so, so far. Next question. Yes, I know that this this is about heartbreak. So this this probably influences the answer to this question. But what memory? or kind of memory do you want it to evoke in people? Do you want them to think about their worst heartbreak? Do you want them to think about the good times that they've had in love? Like, what what mm. feeling is welling up in people when they hear this song? Well, don't you think those kind of go hand in hand? Don't you, you, even if you had a horrible breakup and you've had a horrible nightmarish ending to a relationship, don't you, even, well, even through the tears, even through the sobs as you're driving from Chicago to Omaha on your way <laughs> to maybe a freelance gig, and uh, don't you uh, stop crying every now and then and go, well, it wasn't all bad. And then you go, mm-hmm. yeah, we had great times too. And then don't you start sobbing again? I mean, isn't yeah. that the the case for, for yes. all? That's that's a very specific thing that we've all gone you, through. You said be specific. I did. And I appreciate it. So the the experience of this should mimic crying yes. on the way to, from Chicago to Omaha. In a car. In a car. Right, 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 yeah. right. Of course, you're not on a plane or right. a bus. You're in a car by yourself. Yeah, this is a very lonely drive. Very lonely, lonely drive. drive. That how many hours are we talking? You're, well, I think it's, it's supposed to come in around eight. But uh, if you stop at every rest area to uh, check the answering machine to see if maybe she called and wants you back, it may take longer than eight hours. <laughs> so uh, that is precise. That's the feeling of uh, heartless. Give it, give it back. Uh, it, give it, back? it was a please give it back. Please, it's a, very me. pathetic. It's not even give it back. It's a pathetic. <laughs> please give it back. I think that's kind of nice though. Give it back is a little petty. Heartless. Yeah. Give it back. <laughs> yeah, good point. But please give it back does sound a little. Uh, a little a, oh boy, you're yeah. That guy's just pleading at that point. To, yeah, wait yeah. It, it on the somewhere in the Midwest at a rest stop, checking his answering machine, uh-huh. calling calling from a payphone. Yes, to check his answering machine at home. Mm-hmm. And and that's the feeling of heartless, parentheses, please give it back, second parentheses, yes. I beg of you. Yes. That's 65 points. That's a perfect answer. Oh. Never, I can't wait to get off this uh, podcast and tell my, my family my score. I really can't. <laughs> How'd it go, Dad? My son will say, and I go, well, I'll tell you something, son. We're over 200 points. And he'll be like, great. It's going to be a good Christmas this year in the year. Don't let this COVID thing by, disturb you, son. It's going to be a good Christmas after all. Josh Gahneman took care of that. <laughs> Next question. Mm-hmm. What is the music video for this song like? Where is it set? What is the kind of arc of it, if there's a narrative arc, or the visuals, if if, if it's purely visual? I, I, I kind of feel like we just kind of organically came up with it with that drive from Chicago to Omaha and then yeah. the sobbing and the and the stopping at the at the rest stops to call the answering machine. But let's let's put that aside. Let's you know, sure. let, let, you know let's certainly storyboard that. And then yes. see how that flies against uh, this. Here, so I think this is, you see the couple having the big fight at the apartment, right? You mm-hmm. see that. You see the guy uh, slam the door and leave. And then he goes to a bar and uh, maybe has one too many. 
And mm-hmm. then he uh, gets in a car and then uh, drives to the desert, wanders off. And then you see him wandering around in the desert, lost, scared, crying. Yeah. And then looks down, and the, the, as the song's ending, he looks down at the water, which I'm as confused as you are. Uh, why is there water <laughs> in the desert? Possibly a mirage. It's a mirage. I think it's a mirage. Mm-hmm. Which, which, if I, is a metaphor because then he sees her face in there and, and, and sees her face and goes, oh, there she is. My love reaches out and she's not really there. And to your point, the water's not really there either. That's a mirage. So the whole thing is sand. Oh, you know Whoa. what? Abort. Get rid of that whole idea of the drive from Chicago to Omaha. You just sold this thing, Josh, with the mirage angle. Thank you. Yeah. This is great. It's evocative. It's emotional. It reflects the qualities of the song. This is a 59-point answer. Final question. Okay. I think this might be the most important. Okay. If someone performs this song at karaoke, whether it's yes. like an open room karaoke or a private room karaoke with a few friends, what is the response? How does it change the mood? What do people feel and associate with hearing the song performed that way? I think it's the usual. I think what happens with a song this hot as hot as heartless, <laughs> parenthetical, parenthetical. When somebody starts singing at karaoke, the initial instinct is, oh, here's this guy. It's not my turn. I got to deal yep. with this for four minutes, right? Isn't that, a, that's everybody's like, oh, okay, yes. well, yeah, we'll yeah, suffer yeah. through this. And then, wait a minute, this guy's good. Yep. And then, oh boy. And then before you know it, everybody's singing along with heartless, parenthetical, parenthetical. <laughs> that is the greatest karaoke response. Right? Because this is what I think. There are... Sometimes where it's just one person who sings beautifully the whole time and everyone is kind of, is is impressed and delighted by them and I think that's very beautiful but I also think there is a generosity of the karaoke performer when they permit everyone else to kind of sing along even though they're a very good singer and this is kind of their big moment yeah. but to share the spotlight I think that's that's incredible. Here's a uh, quick side story for you Josh. I once Please. tried to sing a Steve Perry song at karaoke. How'd it go? And uh, uh, when I walked off, the person in charge of the karaoke went, uh, you're better when you do the country songs. That's what the person said. <laughs> and they weren't wrong. And I picked, a, mm-hmm. I picked a Steve Perry solo song that nobody knew, and that was about five and a half minutes long. And I couldn't sing it. So it was like, <laughs> this is just oh my real th- get three off strikes, it. you're out. It was awful. Everything about it was awful. Like, stop it. That's perfect. That is a 65-point answer for this question. I love the story. I love the dynamic in the room. That's, again, something that I miss so much about going out in the world is that specific feeling at a karaoke occasion. That is the end of today's game of No One Ballad Should Have All That Power. Your total score is 520 points, the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. That's Jimmy the highest Carter, score. How do you feel? That's the highest, highest score, score of all time? Of all time. Of all time. I feel honored. I feel... Uh... Well, I, 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 I'd be lying if I, I didn't think I deserved it. I think I, I think I brought it. I think I delivered. And uh, all, more importantly, I, I made you happy, and that's the whole goal. I feel terrific about it. Thank you so much. As the grand prize winner this week, you win a $100 donation to the aid cause or charity of your choice. Where will the money be going? Please uh, send it to uh, the aforementioned Smile Train. Um, of as course. As part of uh, Partcastathon 2020. Wonderful. So excited. Podcastathon 2020, October 10th. It is this Saturday from noon to six Pacific. Again, three to nine East Coast. The other time zones, figure it out. Yep. Do the math. It's easy math. And finally, this week, the pep talk. Each of us will give a pep talk to a person or group that we think deserves it or needs it in this moment. I'll go first. My pep talk is for sound engineers at music venues. Swaddled in darkness, alone in a crowd, you do your work in the shadows, twisting knobs that most of us will never see. 
the sign of your greatest success being that no one acknowledges you're there at all. You're an expert who is often questioned by people who think they're more important than you just because they wrote the song Moondance. Your expertise and consistency matter, even though most people you deal with aren't there to see it night to night. Even though people pass in and out of your life and may not remember you at all. Those people don't define your worth, sound engineer at the concert venue. The breadth of your ability and your experience, those things stay with you when those people leave. And the ones who are close to you know that you're consistent and professional and capable, even if a little bit surly and intimidating with your black t-shirt and your black jeans and your black boots and your near constant scowl. And hopefully now, with people constantly recording and talking and adjusting levels on their computers and phones at home, they will gain a little more appreciation for what you do as their loved ones and coworkers yell, you're muted, you have to turn your microphone on at them for the 20th time on one phone call. Special shout out to Make My Day's producer and engineer Houston, who is neither surly nor intimidating. Uh, Jimmy, I would love to hear your pep talk, please. First of all, I enjoyed that. I, uh, Thank you. Uh, mine will not be nearly as eloquent. Oh, that's okay. Mine goes to the valet Parker. Do not fret, valet Parker. People will need you again soon. We miss you. We miss everything about you. We miss pulling up and surprising you as you're sitting there wondering, hey, where's the next car? Yet when it shows up, you're like, oh, okay. We miss that. We miss pretending it's not weird and that you're not our servant. We miss uh, that little aspect of it, of throwing you our keys like we're better than you and then walking away going, you know what, I might be a little bit better than that guy. We miss that. <laughs> we miss always worrying what you do with our car when we're not uh, when we're not in it. We're, we're uh, inside having our sandwich. We wonder, is he driving around like he's in the movie Ferris Bueller? What is he doing with our car? We miss <laughs> returning to the car and panicking as we wait in line. Will he bring me the right car? because occasionally you will not bring the right car. And then you have to have the awkward exchange of, ah, that's not mine. And then here's my <laughs> ticket, remember? It's this one. And then you gotta go back and get it, therefore delaying my day getting back to work. We miss that. So don't fret, <laughs> Valet Parker. We'll be back soon. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> Thank you. Sounded, sounded, like there was, sounded like there was gonna be a little a little tag at the end there, didn't there? And then, <laughs> nope. Even I don't know why I went up on that. We miss you. And then there's gonna be more. And then, nope, just left it hanging. I like that. That sounds almost like just leave it in the air, lights down, no encore. Oh, boy. And then just weird people waiting for the lights to come on. Yeah. I guess I liked it. That was a great pep talk, though. Oh. I, I loved it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, it was it was perfect. And that's that's been our show. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This was Make My Day. Thank you once again to this week's guest and champion, Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy, where can people one more time find out about your work and uh, the podcast-a-thon? Uh, of course, uh, jimmypardo.com for anything, at Jimmy Pardo on Twitter. And uh, nevernotfunny.com is where the uh, podcast lives. And podcastathon.com is another way to get to the uh, to the charity event as well for Smile Train this Saturday. Please join us. Donate. Charities are having a tough time, uh, like everybody else during this uh this lockdown. So uh, anything that we can give back to them at this time, I think is a good thing. That's perfect. Please listen and donate. It's going to be such a great time. So many wonderful guests and, and for a good cause. And Jimmy is the best host. I'm, I'm very intimidated to be hosting a show that he is participating in today. If you have your own answers to today's game of no one ballad should have all that power, tweet them at me at, at Josh Gondelman. Jimmy's a busy guy. He's got things to do. Don't bug him on this. Well, that's all the make my day for today. Thank you once again for listening. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's a huge help to the show if you have a second to rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. 
Until then, have several nice days.